Welcome to another episode of Brew Roots. I'm Erica. And I'm Matt. And this is the podcast that tells you the stories behind your favorite beer. Each week we take a look behind the scenes at the craft beer industry. And now, on to the episode. What's up, uh, Brew Roots fans? We are here for another episode. Woohoo! And if you don't recognize that voice, don't worry. You soon will. Yeah. Because soon will. Erica is back for another episode. I'm here, back again. What did you think of episode six, your first episode? Episode six, it was great. We got, a lot a of, we got a lot of good feedback about that. So thank yeah. you to everyone that listened. Uh, for those who haven't, we did an episode with Liars Bench out of Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Uh, super awesome guys. And uh, I can't wait actually to go up there this Friday. All right, let's get some business stuff out of the way. So, Erica, so, where can you find us on social media? Everywhere. Ooh. Yes. So we Facebook. are available Instagram. at... At Brewroots. At Brewroots on everywhere. Everywhere. So just make sure you follow us. Also, um, if you like what you hear, give us a five-star rating on any social media, on any uh, podcast, because it really, really helps us. Um, It brings us higher up in the algorithms, and we hit like the top 15 in Spotify for about 15 minutes. So So cool. We want to continue that, which is pretty cool. So yeah, give us a five-star review, comment, and share. That's the way we get our word out. And uh, you know how else we're getting the word out? Well, we're really not getting the word out for us, <laughs> but we're getting the word out for other breweries. So shirts on shirts tap. Shirts on tap. Yeah. Yes. So if you want to wear an awesome shirt for, let's cool say, St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. And you don't have all the money in the world. Well, don't worry. We have we're you covered. We're here for you. Yeah. So for $5. Five dinaros. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> you can get your first box. For $5 using the promo code Brewroots. So that's Shirts on Tap. So go to www.shirtsontap.com and use the promo code Brewroots and you get your first box for free. And I'm talking like really high quality shirts. Like these are awesome. You can customize it. It's pretty cool. They're awesome. So make sure you do that. And then uh, after the first month, it's 18 bucks. But like when's the last time you spent 18 bucks at the brewery (sighs) for a shirt? Like. A long time. Yeah, it doesn't happen. They're usually 20, 25 bucks. Yeah. So you're going to get a brewery from across the country, and you're going to look really cool. The coolest. And now back to the episode. So uh, how was your week? It's good. It's good. Solid. Lots of beer. Pruge. Yeah. Eric and I have seen each other far too many times this week. What is it going to be? Three times? We did an interview. We got an interview set up for next week. and. Yeah, it's safe to say Brew Roots is becoming pretty life. much life. Yep. So <laughs> we are going to be doing a li- things a little bit different. We have a new running gag. So the Ryan has graduated from Shut Up Ryan to nice. what is it now, Erica? It's a uh, dessert style beers. Yeah. So we're going to find out if Ryan, we're going to find a beer, a dessert one. style beer that Ryan. It's our goal. Like. It's our mission. So the beer that Ryan has in his hands, Ryan, do you want to tell the listeners what you have? Yeah, it's a short order porter, and that is a imperial breakfast porter with hazelnut, cocoa, nibs, maple syrup, and coffee. Can you say cacao again? (laughs) (laughs) Cacao. There we go. There we go. Hey, Um, maybe glasses on would help. So that beer is brewed by Texans. Uh, in no, Texas. Uh, made in Texas by Texas. Oh, that's right. Nice. Yeah, we just want to make that clear. <laughs> yeah. And uh, brewed and canned by Martin House Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. Yes. Oh, boy. 
So, Mouthful. Ryan, yeah. give it a little crack at poop. Ooh, Ooh sounds so good, crack. right? Nice. And uh, <laughs> so Ryan, <laughs> right off the bat, does not like the smell of this. Face of an angel. <laughs> it smells a lot worse. Than it tastes? Okay. Yeah, but so, I'm not a fan. You're not a fan? No, it's too sweet. Ooh, so we're going to pass it around. We're going to try it. So... So this is the, it, does it taste like pancakes or anything that it advertises? Maple syrup and haz- hazelnut, maple syrup and hazelnut a little bit. Oh, I like that. You're, you're weird. That's fine. I'm going to go get an IPA now. Yeah, the, the <laughs> nose is a uh, super hazelnut. So uh, if you don't like hazelnuts, don't suggest this. So what do we have on deck this week, Erica? Women in the beer industry. Yeah, so this is a subject I've been actually wanting to tackle for quite a bit of time, and we have the perfect person. Now I'm here, so we're going to do it. Yeah. Um, So we're going to focus first on the history of women in beer, um, which, believe it or not, there is a ton of, like... So much. Really, really, really cool history, and then we're going to go into the the present and talk about... Yeah, talk about pink boots and women in the beer industry today. Yeah. So, uh, Ryan, can we crank up the DeLorean... Put it up to 88 miles per hour and take us back in time. All right. Do you know who we can thank for beer, Erica? Who? Women. Damn right. So what we've noticed is an ob- an obviously male-dominated industry. industry. Totally. Um, it's easy to forget beer's humble beginning which is with women yeah they started it so beer has come a very 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 long way in its five thousand plus year history. light years you could say um today women are now brewery owners beer tenders beer writers beer consumer and beer podcasters Woohoo! here we Um, go and it's let's be honest women are chipping away at the male dominance we are i'm totally pro that that's so cool yeah um so let me take you back in time. Like we said, we're going to show you the history of women in beer. So the first written beer recipe is considered to be the hymn to Nikasi. And Nikasi was a Sumerian god of beer. And the Sumerians were one of the first people who left us, left us hard evidence of beer. Um, beer predates that recipe, though. Archaeologists have placed the first fermented beverage consumption at roughly 9,000 years ago. And the first sign of beer, specifically, about... 4,000 years later. Many believe that beer propelled the shift from Patholithic to Neolithic civilization with hunter-gatherers realizing they needed to settle in one place to reliably harvest grain. To make beer. So it all started with women, right? I mean, it was a natural progression from cooking to brewing. That's kind of what happened. The Sumerians and the Egyptian women praised, well, and men, praised not beer gods, but beer goddesses including Kubaba, who ruled through her work as a brewer. Like, she was a queen because she was such a great brewer. And the Egyptians, they worshipped a goddess called Sekhmet, whose bloodthirsty ways were only calmed by beer. And Sekhmet was actually the daughter of Ra. And yeah. Ra is like the eye the of God. Ra. Yeah, so that's like a pretty big person to have. It's a big deal. Um, So beer was a product back then even. Uh, so... Patty Hammock, a writer with a master's in archaeology, so she's Ooh. basically Indiana Jones, uh, teaches a class called The Archaeology of Beer. 
at the Brooklyn Brainery. Now, I can tell you, I went to UMass Lowell. There's no brainery there. Ryan, you went to Salem State. Is there a brainery at Salem State? Not that I'm aware of. Erica, where did you go to college? Uh, I went to Worcester State. Is there a brainery there? Definitely not. I also don't think there's uh, one at BU either, where I'm going now. Wow. Interesting. Um, And Patty Hammock points to the Babylonian Code of Humabe from Mesopotamia. One of the civilization's first set of written laws was was evidence that women were the authorities of beer. So they did the sales of beer. And that's actually how beer got to Egypt, through the sale from Babylon, originally. Um, so we're going to fast forward to the 5th century. So that's AD. And we're talking about alewives um, who came in. Women were uh, making large volumes of beer for the families and often had surplus. So they'd signal that they had extra beer for sale by placing greenery over their door, and in some cases, a broom. Alewives sometimes also stood on corners to advertise, wearing tall hats and had a cat to chase the pests that ate ate their grain. It is theorized that the alewife image gave way to the witch image. Some alewives or brewsters are termed for female brewers, even even setting up rough versions of bars in their houses. Fun fact about an alewife. Yeah. Also the name of a native fish in Maine. Really? Yeah. 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 Kind of crazy. What came first, the fish or, <laughs> or the, the alewife? <laughs> right? I don't know. <laughs> um, so Hammock places the shift of brewing from women to men around the development of the Brewers Guild. The earliest guilds were founded in London around 1200, and they existed more widely by the 1500s. So this is when we begin to see people making rules of how beer is brewed, and the use of hops is becoming more prevalent. So beer would last longer, and you could make large quantities of time and ship it to different cities and even countries. But beer was becoming larger scale than before. So with a higher use of hops, we saw a decrease of women in the beer industry. AKA Erica is saying hops killed the beer industry for women for a small period of time. Yeah, gone, done. <laughs> so like Erica said... Um, Hops, which add, you know, preservatives to the beer and allow it to last longer. The migration of women brewing beer at home. They didn't need to anymore. Right. It kind of just t- buy at the store at your brewery. You yeah. Know? It kind of just yeah. turned to becoming an, an industrial so they could ship the beer yeah. and. And men work there. in the industries. So. Yeah. It's kind of shitty. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> um, so the role of a woman in the beer world kind of changed. So you were seeing more of essentially like picture beauty and the beast like we were kidding but it's like you saw the women in the in the breweries serving the beer and not making it beer wenches yeah just gonna say it so that's kind of like the brief abbreviated history of women in beer if you want to do some more research there's plenty plenty trust me so much more there's so much more this episode coming a lot longer yeah we (laughs) we cut it down we want you guys to do some of the um some of the looking at it, you know, and looking up and formulating your own opinion. But what's more important is where the beer industry is now. Way more exciting too. So Erica, tell us what's going on for women in the craft beer scene currently. Well, currently women are on the rise. Pink Boots. All right. So what is Pink Boots? Pink Boots is a women's organization of women brewers, bartenders, really just any woman in the beer industry. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And chances are you have actually. You've probably had one of their beers before. Yeah. by Brewed by a member of Pink Boots. Yeah, definitely by a member. I mean, there's women brewers all over. So Pink Boots is not just a brewery, correct? It is a society, no. like you said, yep. and it's women only. Yeah. No, it's women only. 
And currently, I notice there's about 1,800 members across the world. Yeah. Um, and fun fact, Boston has the largest uh, group. We have like 188 members about yeah. over that now, I think. And that's out of 70 chapters in the world. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. So from my knowledge is Pink Boots um, encourages women brewers to further education and help teach the skills. Yeah. Inspire, uh, educate. It's kind of their thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. So talk about the history. So when did Pink Boots start? Basically, it started in 2007 with Terry. And she went around the U.S. looking for other women brewers. She set up brew days while she was traveling, just trying to find, again, just other women yeah. in the industry. She did basically what I would love to do. Yeah. She went to, <laughs> Road trip. Yeah. She went to <laughs> 70 different breweries. And participated in brewing 38 different beers. How cool is that? And what she found out was... There was no support for women in the industry. Yeah. No one knew they other women existed in the industry. So, so that's what started Pink Fruits, essentially. Yeah. And uh, the original Pink Fruits meeting was at the Craft Brewers Conference, CBC. Yep. And only 22 members showed up. It's grown a lot since then. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Uh, so Pink Boots Society is a nonprofit organization, and it is named after the Pink Boots uh, Terry wore when she was brewing, uh, and those were given to her by her mother-in-law. Yep. Pretty cool. Yep. Fun facts. So <laughs> what are some stuff that Pink Boots is, like, what's important to Pink Boots today, 2019? Well, like you were saying, just to inspire and to educate other women in the industry and to just grow women's confidence, help women gain the knowledge and the experience to brew good beer and to gain like a higher career level, you know, just to not be afraid to go out there and get it. All right, Erica. So tell me how you joined Pink Boots. So basically you have to be a woman. So I got that going. And then you just have to be working in the industry in some way. So you could be you could be a bartender, bartender yep. you could be working in sales, marketing, um, you can be an actual brewer, just an assistant. I mean, okay. I'm just in, uh, you know, a hobby uh, store. Yeah. You know, I'm still in it, so. I wouldn't just say yeah. you're just in a hobby <laughs> store. I mean, like, you are helping. Home brewers. It's kind of the people. other side yeah. of it, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so Massachusetts, believe it or not, is, like you mentioned earlier, is super super welcoming for women brewers yeah um and we, diversity. yeah and we see that in a woman-owned brewery and uh Ooh, who is that? is that that is craft roots yeah so uh maureen farby was hired as a brewer at the berkshire brewing company in early 2000s not all of her co colleagues welcomed her with open arms though uh farby was said she is quoted saying i was compared to a one-armed brewer uh, he said, having me would be as good as having a one-armed brewer. I didn't say anything back to him. In my mind, I thought, wash me. What I thought was he had never seen a woman brewer. I had to show him. So today, fast forward, she owns her own brewery with her, her wife, Robin, called Crawfords. And we're actually interviewing Maureen pretty soon. Yeah, I'm look very forward to that. For yes. Um, Maureen is on record saying, I think Robin and I are the first 100% woman-owned brewery in the state of Massachusetts. I think so, too. She is correct. Yeah. Um, she is also a member of the Massachusetts Brewers Guild Board of Director, and uh, that she was the first woman on the Mass Brewers Guild as of 2014. Which so is pretty recent. Within yeah. five years, things have changed. Um, anyone who has visited a brewery knows that it is still predominantly male. It is. But it is changing, right? Yeah, totally. Um, 
So it's it's not that Massachusetts is not embracing it. It's just oh, no. that as of right now, it's still male dominated. Still male dominated, exactly. But uh That's the thing. Like Brianne Allen, who is at Notch, she's the head of the Boston chapter of the Pink Boot Society. And she's been helping, having like a pretty hands-on approach getting yeah, them in she's jobs. She's the president of the Pink Boots Society yeah. in Boston. So yep. um, so they do send like each month's Pink Boots also does scholarships, right? Yeah, every month we do scholarships. So to help women again to learn and educate themselves to improve their selves and their careers. Yeah. So we see like Notch, Jack's Abbey, Night Shift, uh, you know. Craft Roots, Bonav, yeah. um, there's tons of them. There are so many women in the industry, and yeah. it's awesome. And it's really, really important because I think if you just go to a brewery and it's just all guys and you it's get not very a million IPAs. Right? Exactly. <laughs> you know, you need the diversity to get the yeah. different beers to get the different, you know, look at the yeah. recipes. <laughs> so if you are Massachusetts-based or even, like, United States-based, Please reach out to us. I'm sure Erica can introduce you yeah. to a member of Pink. Boots. Yeah, no, totally. Reach out and I can introduce you. I can send you some links, information, or we just love to hear you about you in general. You know, we love hearing about women in the beer industry. So Yeah. Or if you're a member of Pink Ooh, Boots listening. Right? Yeah. Please chime in. Yeah. And uh, this isn't going to be like the last episode. We're not going to just say, oh, we talked about women. We checked something off. Hell this no. is something like... We're going to do this again. We're going to do this again. And we're going to, we just kind of gave you like the broad overview. And it's like, we wanted to showcase like what's going on now. And like, I feel like we didn't even scratch the surface. Like we could do so, so, so much more. There's so much to do. I mean, there's, yeah, just tons. Yeah. So until next week. Until next week. Yeah. Stay Uh, tuned for our craft roots episode. Yeah. That's coming in a couple weeks. A couple weeks. Yeah. But. Do we have a sneak peek about next week's episode? We do. Ooh. So next week's sneak episode peek. is going to be... Let me guess. A brewery. It is going to be a brewery. And it <laughs> yeah. is gonna, Damn, he's good. And it's going to be a brewery that Ryan is drinking right now. No way. What am I drinking? So we are going to be talking to... <laughs> no, not that Bentwater. one. Bentwater. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember that one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. So, Look at uh, that. He remembers that yeah, one. Yeah, so we're going to be talking to Bentwater. Uh, it's a pretty good interview. I'm pretty excited to release that one. We're all excited here. So until next week. Until next week. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.